Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness, and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Yay! Happy New Year 2024. We are here. I promise to never sing again on the podcast, although quite little claim to fame. You would not know it from that little ditty at the start of the episode, but I sang in, remember that Qantas ad? If you were a similar vintage to me, you will remember. Um, And the theme song was that Peter Allen, I still call Australia home. I was in the recording studio that day with the Australian Youth Choir. So it's a bit of a like hilarious sort of claim to fame within my friendship group and family that I pull out the the CD every so often. (laughs) Um, There was literally like 200 of us in the hall. You cannot hear my voice. And I'm pretty sure it was a choir that my mum just paid for me to get into and was not based on talent or anything of the likes. Um, But I digress. New Year. How exciting, thrilled to be here with you, recording this episode, talking all things New Year, CEO, wealthy mindset. Now, if you have been a fan of the podcast for a while, if you've been listening, if you've been in my world, if we're connected in some way, shape or form, you know it is 80% mindset, 20% strategy. No, it's the reason why I can give two people the exact same strategy. One will go on to build a seven-figure business, the other will barely hit 5k months. Uh, The mindset is absolutely everything. Our mindset, the way that we think, our psychology, it impacts every single thing in our lives. And we don't even realize it does because you don't even notice the things uh, that you don't believe are possible for you. Your brain, your mind literally is filtering things out right this moment, thinking that that is not important. That's not relevant because of the identity, because of the belief systems it has of who you are, of what you're capable of. So I wanted to do a pretty juicy mindset episode just to really set the tone, I guess, for this new year so that we're setting our foundations up right from week one. We're focusing on the things that are going to make the biggest difference in our business, in our lives, in the the reality that we are wanting to call in. I'm going to keep this one short, sharp, punchy, juicy episode. I want it to be super practical and give you a couple of things to take away so that you can start to build your own 
CEO mindset practice for the new year. So a couple of little foundational things that I think are helpful for us to go over before I dive into the how, and I'm going to share with you some of my personal favorite practices for mindset work that I believe have just totally changed the game for me and my business and what I've been able to achieve. Um, But also for my clients, this is such foundational work in the initial stages of working with any of my private clients. It's embedded into every single one of my coaching programs, this mindset foundation of how are we working on our psychology? How are we intentionally creating rituals, creating habits, creating practices that support our constant growth? And that is because if you weren't already aware, that pretty little brain of yours is completely malleable. Yes, you heard me right. It's almost like Play-Doh. It is neuroplastic, which means that it is constantly responsive to the environment, to the conversations, to the people that you are around. Now, this is despite what a lot of very popular diagnoses at the moment might make you think otherwise. Now, if you really deep dive into it, though, it makes a lot of sense because think about even, you know, how responsive your brain is to pharmaceuticals, you know, all of the the industry of uh, psychiatry and prescription drugs and how beautifully we have now been able to uh, support people with mental illness, with, with challenges through medication. And that is because our brain is so, so responsive. It is not fixed. And that is the case with our thoughts as well, right? You get to choose how much value you put into your default thoughts. Now, I say default thoughts because yes, you will have patterns in your thinking. You will have a high percentage of your thoughts that you think every day are actually the same. Upwards of 60%, they think. However, the majority of our thinking is unconscious. I imagine if I asked you to tell me 10 thoughts that you thought yesterday, you probably would not be able to recall them. Yet in the moment, it all feels very real and very big, doesn't it? Because we're kind of like habituated to be attached to our thoughts and then to like integrate them almost within ourselves. So our thoughts can have a hell of a lot of power. So of course, we want to be making sure that we are programming really helpful thinking. Now, before I get into some different ways that you can do that and ways that I have personally worked on this, I want to caveat it in that don't expect this to be fun. (laughs) Um, Don't expect it to even be pleasant, right? Let's just like detach from that. Um, This expectation, it often really trumps people up when we're going through any sort of change process because you have to remember the brain literally repels change. It's a historical-based organ because its primary role is to just keep you safe. And if you think about what keeps you safe in the world, it's past knowledge. It's knowing what things are dangerous, what things you need to be cautious of, what people have hurt you or harmed you, what places may have created high levels of emotion, of anxiety or intensity within your body. And then it looks to avoid those things. It looks to stay in our comfort zone 
so that ultimately we can conserve energy. Uh, The way I say that, you might be thinking, God, Monique, you make it sound all a bit black and white. Um, At the end of the day, it is. It's an organ, right? Like we're all primal creatures that we we make everything so much more complex than sometimes what what it necessarily needs to be. And because of that origin, though, any change, no matter how positive the change may be, is going to be a little bit uncomfortable until it is also familiar to our system. And that's why I speak to the consistency so much. You know, the idea of this being a practice of rituals, of different structure, of activity that we commit to every single day in order to lay those foundations. Because without the consistency, what tends to happen is we commit to things maybe a couple of times a week for a month and then we throw it out the window thinking that it hasn't worked. When in reality, the only thing that hasn't worked is you and it's not it's that you haven't worked hard enough to embed those foundations. The majority of these strategies are very, very successful. There's a ton of research to support that. It's that the people that are executing them often don't execute them with enough grit, with enough discipline and with enough commitment. So this episode is really for those one percenters of you that are ready to make the change, that are hungry for it, that are sitting there going, yes, Monique, give it to me. I want to change my life. I want to double my revenue. I want to put in the new swimming pool for my kids. I want to travel overseas three times this year. I want to harvest the gold from my past and leverage all of my thought leadership into a program. Um, To that, I say, yes, yes, yes. Let's explore working together, side note. Um, And let's look at a couple of these different mindset practices that are super simple, really easy, rinse and repeat for you to commit to. So I'm going to share with you five of my favorite practices for up-leveling to your highest potential CEO, wealthiest possible mindset in 2024. These are practices that I personally use nearly, well, the majority of them would be every single day. There's a couple of them that, that are more embedded as like weekly rituals and you'll understand why when I get into them, um, as well as practices that my clients have used to create exponential results within their businesses. Let's dive in. So my first favorite mindset practice is Joe Dispenza's mind movie. Now I do this every evening before bed. So again, rinse and repeat. I created this on Canva. If you're not familiar with Joe Dispenza's mind movie practice, quick little Google will probably catch you up to speed. But the basic overview is it is a 60 to two minute, sorry, 60 second to two minute little mini video with some different inspiring images, you know, things that you're looking to manifest, things that are reflected in what you're desiring. So if you look at my mind movie, you're going to see pictures of a beautifully renovated home because most of you would know by now that we live in a renovator that we have slowly been doing up. Um, A beautifully renovated home, which is sort of like my dream renovation. My 
husband calls this home um, murder in the bush because we live on the side of a hill. It's like the hinterland of the Gold Coast um, and all the homes around us is like beautiful, big bush trees. We get koalas. It's gorgeous. But all of the homes on the Gold Coast have got a very, um, a very kind of like Hamptons, white on white on white type feel. Whereas our home, we're really going for a bit more of that sort of like edgy, um, dark, moody sort of vibe. So like think, you know, like black brick, black cladding. Um, And then we've got some pops of color in there as well, which is really cool. So I've got lots of images around the renovation. One of my big goals this year is to generate enough additional profit within my business in quarter one, 2024, to put in a swimming pool for my kids in the front yard, for my kids and for me, let's be honest. Uh, And I just... Even in just saying that out loud, it's it's just wild, isn't it? Like the abundance and the possibility that is available to all of us for me to even be able to say that, right? Like I just had this moment of thinking back to, you know, working in health or working in my corporate job where my salary was capped at a certain amount. You know, I would have had to create a side hustle or go and get a second job in order to make that kind of revenue. And it probably would have taken me years. Whereas I'm looking now at the potential for this to be our reality. And I'm really sitting in that energy of expectation. I think because I have been conditioning my mind for so long to believe that that is possible. There is not, there's not a insure or sell of me right now and saying that out loud that doesn't think that that is a possibility for me. Um, I think it's more reflective in the action that I need to take in order for it to happen. And again, this is the beauty of the mindset, right? 80% mindset, 20% strategy. So the images that you will see in the mind movie are going to be like the renovation, the pool, um, a lot of images of my family, uh, traveling, because that's a huge value of mine, eating good food. Um, Last year, my mind movie was really central um, around the podcast because I was looking at launching the podcast. Uh, And then alongside those images, I've got like a backtrack, which is kind of, you know, playing outside of it. Um, But then I have these different quotes that will will pop up around there, which are all like designed, I guess, to almost like brainwash myself um, into new ways of thinking. And the way that I come up with that is I look at the desire. So I look at, you know, the images that I'm putting on there. And then I ask myself, like, who do I need to become in order to have that? Or what blocks am I likely to encounter knowing myself in order to achieve that thing? And often, like, I'm pretty in tune, like, with my psychology background, obviously working as a therapist as well as a coach, I know myself pretty freaking well, you guys. Um, So I can tend to predict and know those parts of me that are likely going to come in and put their hands up for a bit of a self-sabo action uh, when I've got some big dreams. So I then, like, if I can identify the limiting belief or the the stuckness that I'm predicting I'll encounter, I'll reframe that with something that I am wanting to believe within myself. So that's a really easy practice, like, because most of us can think 
at least about, you know, the things that we tend to find challenging. You know, it might be action taking. It might be a fear of visibility. Uh, It might be that you're needing to work on your money mindset. So think about those different areas within yourself and within your goals. And then you can put some different affirmations um, as a, as like a, um, uh, a pop-up on the the images that come up. I'm not doing a very good job of explaining this. I'm kind of like, I don't know, almost observing myself as I go. What I might do in the show notes is I will pop in there um, the affirmations that I have been using for the last little while because I'm just having a look now at my actual mind movie. So I've got like, I am a master manifester. Ordinary rules don't apply to me. Making money gets to be easy for me. The more I learn, the more I earn. What I focus on expands. I brainwash myself for abundance. I'm in a league of my own. I'm committed to my financial abundance. I'm rewriting my family's money story. I'm creating generational wealth. The right opportunities fall into my lap. So you can get a bit of a sense then of like the kind of affirmations that you might put on there. Um, And that, as I said, it's Joe Dispenza's mind movie. I do it every night before bed. Um, And then I'm going to bed straight after that. It's the last thing I do before I close my eyes. And I guess then the theory is that you're getting into those different brain states. So you're sort of taking those thoughts with you into dream state, into your subconscious, which is pretty cool. Uh, I've been doing that for probably, I'm going to say like 11 months maybe. Um, And now it's just part of my bedtime ritual, right? It's like as, I don't know, it's as intrinsic to me as turning out the light. Um, I can't really imagine like my evenings without it. It would be very rare that I would miss an evening of of watching that. Um, I now though am in a process of needing to update that because a lot of the things that, you know, I was really wanting to work on that I was wanting to embody um, have now come into fruition. So, you know, that's natural too, right? You probably want to be looking at updating that, um, checking in with it at least approximately every, I don't know, once a quarter would probably be be really nice to be embedded into like some kind of quarterly strategy um, as part of your, your mindset component of that. So number one, Joe Dispenza's mind movie. The second thing that I do is I have a whiteboard and I'm looking at it right now as I speak to you. And basically on my whiteboard, it sits just next to my desk and I track um, the actions that I have set as kind of like linked to my goals. So the things that I um, committed to doing, you know, wanted to do in Um, And I do this for every 90 days. So for the 90 day period that I'm currently in, and then I track my revenue each and every week. And I've got like a goal of revenue there as well. Um, And then underneath all of that, I have a section because I'm looking at this all of the time, which says mindset. Um, And then I've picked uh, six. Yeah, I've picked six statements that I self-affirming type statements um, that I wanted to focus on for this quarter. A couple of mine, success is a compound effect. I was wanting to work on consistency, on visibility, on really, you know, showing up each and every day. Um, You need to be reminded more than you need to be taught because I can have a bit of a tendency 
I mean, in my human design, they say it's because of my open head. Um, I can have a bit of a tendency to just want to accumulate more and more knowledge before I actually go and um, offer something to people, like in terms of like even, yeah, I, I definitely experienced, I can't remember the name of the psychological phenomena, but it's that idea that you believe that what you know is really elementary when in fact you're probably like in a genius zone of that knowledge, of that expertise. Um, we are only as creative as the habits we keep. Uh, and then I have a question. How much abundance am I willing to allow? Um, yeah, so that's a couple of the mindset things that are currently sitting on my whiteboard. And again, I rotate them every 90 days as well, depending on my focus, depending on from an action habit goal perspective, what my intention is. Uh, and I think that that just really helps you know, from a frequency perspective too, like, you know, I look at this board so often, probably multiple times a day. Um, And so even if I'm not actually like reading it and clocking it, like it's like my brain subconsciously is acknowledging that stuff being there. So that's the second thing. I have mindset reminders visible around my workspace that I look at every day. The third thing is a future self audio, which I will connect to in the show notes, which I'm gifting you all for free, which allows my subconscious to get on board with the new reality of me. Now, I do not do this every day, nor every week. This is more something that I practice quite intensely, I would say, when I have something very clear that I am wanting to call in, that I am wanting to create. Um, It's a beautiful audio. It's a guided visualization track. As I said, I'm going to link it to the audio and I'm just going to leave that one at that because I want you to experience the magic for yourself. Uh, So that's the third one though, the future self audio. Fourth thing that I do five of my favorite practices for mindset work. The fourth one is, and I've spoken about this before in my journaling episode on the podcast, but I future self journal every single Monday for the Friday ahead. Now in December, it was probably week, I'm going to say week one or two. And on the Monday, I wrote a reality of a Friday that I was relaxing with my kids on the deck. I was having a celebration drink with my husband because I had called in two new clients that week. I had been super consistent on social media. I'd added a lot of value. I was connecting with beautiful business owners in the DMs. And come that Friday, every single thing that I had written down on that Monday had become my reality. I'd signed two new clients. I was sitting on the deck. I was celebrating and I'd been super, super consistent. So this stuff is powerful, let me tell you. And particularly if you have a daily journaling practice like I do, it's, um, yeah, it's almost like, you know, your minds, your, your, the pathways in your mind are very established for this kind of conditioning. And the fifth and final practice that I swear by for elevating your mindset is also related to journaling. But this one is something that I do daily. Now, I get a lot of questions about my journaling practice. I I feel like I need to develop some kind of little mini offering for you all around journaling and mindset. Um, If you would be interested in that, can you please send me a DM? Because I'd love to get a bit of a gauge if this is something that is, is needed. Um, 
that would be really, really helpful. Uh, Yeah, so every day in my journaling, which I do of a morning after I have done some kind of um, movement, normally I train at my my gym, shout out to Vertex on the Gold Coast, best gym ever. Um, I ask myself a couple of really critical questions and I do this every day, as I said, and I think what makes these so powerful is – and you'll understand in a minute when I share them with you, but they they really help move you into an active energy, you know, a, an energy of being an active participant in your own life. And the, the two questions that I ask myself every day are, what would my best self do today? And what's the best thing that could happen to me today? And I love being in that energy of like, co-creation with the universe for the first question but then almost the second one it's got like hope vibes but then also almost like expectation vibes which have a very different frequency I think so that could be a couple of things that you could incorporate too if you're just looking at um, maybe even just shaking up your current journaling practice you know a lot of people fall into those habits of just journaling out their thoughts and becomes like a bit of a dear diary experience where I think that we can actually use the tool of journaling really strategically um, as a as a success propellant, as something to to help us grow. Um, yeah, so that's the five things. How cool! Five things. Uh, let's recap them. So we've got Joe Dispenza's mind movie before bed. We have the mindset reminders written somewhere in your workspace. So that's just like your little statements. Your success is a compounding effect. How much abundance am I willing to allow? Just a couple there, depth over breadth. Future self audio linked in the show notes. Future self journaling each Monday for the Friday ahead. So writing as if you, as if it is Friday and what you are experiencing. That's how you do that piece. And the fifth and final one is asking those critical questions each and every day in your journal to get you into the energy of being an active participant in creating the success that you desire. I hope you have loved this episode. Uh, I just love talking about mindset. I could talk about it all day, every day. Remember, it's 80% of your success, 80% of your results come back to this very thing. Please share with me on Instagram, send me a DM, share in your stories if you have found this episode at all valuable. I love creating free content for you and I'd love to do more of it for you. And when you share, when you circle it throughout your community, it enables me to do so. I'm so, so grateful for you. Enjoy the start of this beautiful new year and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.